0: Have you heard the birds sing, the trees breathe, and the rainfall? The stories we tell ourselves are what create our reality. Hi, I'm Julia, your host. And you're listening to Terra Stories, the podcast that will awaken your mind to new perspectives, to reconnect to yourself, to nature, and to become an actor of change in tomorrow's world.
1: The moment I set foot in that place, I was captivated by the enchanting beauty of nature. My grandmother, with her wooden hands and wise eyes, shared stories of her experiences and wisdom gained from a lifetime of tending the land. She taught me about the balance of ecosystems, the interconnectedness of all living things, and the importance of sustainable practices.
0: it's not an appropriate job for women. Favour had to face numerous challenges and obstacles when she decided to pursue a career in forestry, the opposition of her family and societal norms. Yet, this hasn't stopped her from exploring her connection with nature, driven by her love for the environment and the desire to make a difference something she deeply inherited from her grandmother a dedicated farmer in the village who taught her about nature's enchanting beauty its secrets its mechanisms and our duty to honor it how did she counter this how does she use her experience to inspire young women to follow in her footsteps how did she embrace the forest against all odds, dive into favor story in the heart of Nigeria. But before, don't forget to activate the little bell on your favorite platform so you don't miss any new episodes, and support Terra Stories by adding 5 stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That really helps. Now, let's go back to the show. Thank you so much, Faber, for being in this podcast. The listeners don't know, but we had a registering problem, so we already (laughs) recording this podcast once. It didn't work, so now we are crossing fingers that it's working. Maybe you can introduce yourself so our listeners can learn more about you. All right. (laughs) My name is Faber Aydoun
1: and I am a recent graduate of Forest and Wood Technology at the Federal University of Technology Akure, in Nigeria. I am passionate about climate change advocacy, forests and ocean conservation, as well as environmental sustainability. And also, I am an alumni at the World Ocean Day Youth Advisory Council.
0: Thank you. Thank you for presenting yourself. Before diving into your story, how did you feel writing it? Yeah. How does it feel sharing a part of your life? I feel a mix of
1: vulnerability and empowerment. It was a deeply personal journey for me. And, you know, opening up about my experience has allowed me to reflect on the challenges I faced and the growth I have achieved.
0: Yeah. It was so nice to learn more about you through your story. Uh, I was very, very impressed. So can't wait for our listeners to, to know more about your story. So if you want to, to start. Sharing it. Yeah, dear listeners.
1: (laughs) Growing up as the only female child of a family of six in Akureunda, state Nigeria, I never developed a fondness for the forest due to numerous scary stories I heard about it. No tales of demons, evil spirits dwelling in the forest instilled immense fear in me and I always kept my distance. However, during my teenage years, my perspective changed when I visited my grandma, a dedicated farmer in the village. The moment I set foot in that place, I was captivated by the enchanting beauty of nature. My grandmother, with her withered hands and wise eyes, shared stories of our experiences and wisdom gained from a lifetime of tending the land. She taught me about the balance of ecosystems, the interconnectedness of all living things, and the importance of sustainable practices. Her anecdotes painted a vivid picture of the wonders hidden within the forest, dispelling the dark shadows that haunted my thoughts. This account has ignited a passion within me. Despite my father's reservation about careers related to nature, I made up my mind to pursue a degree in forestry, driven by my newfound love for the environment and the desire to make a difference. I knew it wouldn't be easy. Studying forestry as a young woman in Nigeria came with its fair share of challenges. The societal stigma associated with women pursuing courses like forestry instead of the traditionally female-dominated fields, like nursing, was disheartening. However, I was determined to defy expectations and to follow my passion. Furthermore, employment opportunities for forestry graduates were scarce in Nigeria, especially for women who were often deemed unfit or weak for such roles. Nonetheless, I embraced the admission offer and embarked on a journey to explore nature while confronting the unique challenges that lay ahead. For three years on campus, I grappled with uncertainty about the future prospects of my chosen path. During this time, I had my share of negative experiences as a woman in the field. I encountered skepticism, beliefs, and prejudices from both peers and instructors who doubted my abilities. Yet, I refused to let these obstacles deter me. Instead, I focused on seeking opportunities to channel my passion, skills, and knowledge towards supporting sustainability projects. One such opportunity arose when I volunteered for a French ocean conservation project. Engaging in facilitating climate education programs, participating in ocean cleanups, and coordinating plastic recycling workshops exposed me to the wildest exploration of my life. As I spent time with the locals, I heard their stories and connected with them on a profound level. And it reminded me of the joy and connection I felt during my visit to the village and my bond with nature. Allow me to share one memorable, amusing story from my time with the locals. I met an elderly fisherman named Onu, who had spent his entire life relying on the ocean for sustenance. He shared tales of abundant fish populations, crystal clear waters, and a vibrant underwater ecosystem. However, as he narrated his experiences, a ting of sadness colored his voice. He spoke of the devastating impacts of overfishing, pollution, and climate change on the ocean. This encounter left an indelible mark on me, foiling my determination to educate these communities about the environment and how they could contribute to its preservation. The sense of fulfillment I experienced after completing the project made me realize the power of individual action, dawned on me that I could be a change-maker, not only for the environment, but also for women everywhere. With unwavering resolve, I made it my mission to continue working towards a better world. Motivated by this newfound purpose, I applied to become a member of the World Ocean Day Youth Advisory Council, a platform that allows me to contribute to global efforts in saving our planet. I felt a mix of excitement and nervousness as I awaited the results. When I received the news of my acceptance, it was a moment of pure elation. You know, as an advisory member, I now spark actions for nature through youth engagement, inspiring young girls in my community to believe in their dreams, regardless of societal expectations. Undeterred, I began organizing clean-up events on my campus and conducting awareness programs for both young and old, highlighting the importance of forests. Slowly but surely, my efforts garnered recognition and people began to acknowledge the significance of my work. Even my father's reservation about my chosen field started to fade away. I became a source of inspiration for my female friends on campus, engaging them to get involved in sustainability projects. Gradually, our society began to understand the value of empowering young women and our role in nature conservation. My perseverance paid off, not just for myself, but for my family and community as well. Recently, I completed my undergraduate program in forestry, and I am now inspired to further my studies abroad through a scholarship I hope to nurture a new wave of environmentalists who will be passionate about preserving forests. My aim is to inspire more generations of young girls and women, demonstrating that the fight to protect our planet transcends gender boundaries. Knowledge is the most powerful tool we have to combat unawareness and stigmatization. I believe my story serves as a testament to the strength of an individual's determination and, as a beacon of hope for a world where gender equality is a topic of paramount importance. Thank
0: you Thank you so much, and I've read it a lot of times, but hearing you reading it and telling it is much more powerful and what really struck me was uh, the courage I can feel from this story. What was the thing that really pushed you deep inside and where this courage comes from
1: in you? You know, looking back at my journey, I can't help but feel a deep sense of gratitude for the inner strength that carried me through the challenges I faced. You know, it was a combination of factors that propelled me forward. The love and wisdom shared by my grandmother, the passion ignited within me and the desire to make a difference in the world. I believe that when we are driven by a purpose greater than ourselves, it gives us the strength to overcome obstacles, to defy expectations, and to continue striving towards our goal.
0: Yeah, and what I love about what you said is that when you're acting for something that's bigger than yourself, like climate change, the environment, nature, women's rights, there is something inside us that really pushes us. Yeah, it was not a simple journey for you going against societal norms, going against also your parents. That's, that, that's huge. So yeah, it's very inspiring. You're very inspiring. And if you could give advice to the people listening to us, the women listening to us, how can they reconnect to nature?
1: I would advise people to start by spending time outdoors, whether it's in a park, a garden, or a nearby natural area. They can engage in activities such as hiking, camping, or simply taking a walk in nature. You know, it doesn't have to be so, so official, or they can disconnect from technology and allow themselves to observe and appreciate the beauty around them. They can also educate themselves about the environment, sustainable practices, and the importance of biodiversity.
0: And it's so easy. We, we don't have to, as you were saying, go in a mountain, or we can just like go in the park, listen to the birds, opening the windows. So, yeah. And what would be the world you envision for the future?
1: The world I envision is one where people live in harmony with nature you know, recognizing the interconnectedness of all living things. It is a world where gender equality is fully embraced and women are empowered to play vital roles in environmental conservation and sustainability. I envision a world where individuals are deeply connected to nature, understanding its value and taking active steps to protect and restore it. And this world would prioritize sustainable practices fostering a balance between human development and the preservation of ecosystem through education, awareness, and collective action. I hope to see a future where future generations inherit a thriving planet, where they are rich in biodiversity, clean air, and um, healthy ecosystem.
0: That's an amazing vision of the world of tomorrow, and you're participating in building it, so... Must be proud, and thank you so much for for your work. How are you feeling? Yeah, I feel so
1: good after sharing this story and sharing the question.
0: That's great. That's great. I'm happy. Um, so I hope our listeners also feel better, feel energized, feel like they have the power to, to do like you did to go against the, the people or the things that come across their path and fight for what they love, fight for their passion, fight for nature. So thank you so much. I don't know if you want to add something to, to the podcast. No, I just want to say
1: thank you for these, um, opportunity to be able to share my story and if not that i had the opportunity to to share the story maybe i wouldn't have been able to reflect more on how i started how it's going and the future i would love to see in the nearest um year's so I would love to say thank you so much. Thank you, Favour,
0: so much. I, I was saying this in the first episode. We, we've been working on this story since some months now. It's been months that we're working on this, that Favour is mainly working on this. I'm just rereading the story sometimes and I will miss our exchanges. So <laughs> it was great.
1: Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a great one. You know, it was looking back to our first chat and now, like, I've really enjoyed every bit of conversation.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you, Favor. Thank you. Pong. The podcast is coming to an end. Thank you so much for listening. You can find Terra Stories on Instagram at terrastories.studio and on LinkedIn. If you liked the episode, talk about it around you, share it with your friends, that's the thing that would give the biggest boost to the podcast, and don't hesitate to write me about the topics or personalities you'd like me to invite or address. I wish you a beautiful day or evening.